0: Hey y'all, welcome and thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Guide Down. We're just three sisters in the OB-GYN office and we do it for the culture, love, life, and vaginas of course. I'm your girl Jay, Jamie, if you will. I'm Stephanie and welcome back to another episode of The Guide Down.
1: And I'm Dr. Wendy and y'all tuning in and it's going to be a good time. Here we go. Welcome
0: back and let's get it crack. Today... You know what I'm saying. I got my girl's here with me. If y'all new here, what's up? Okay. And Dr. McDonald, we talking about
1: what today now? So November is Bladder Health Month. Bladder Health Month. Do a Kegel for me, y'all. Do a Kegel for me in the, in the silence. Quick okay. Kegel. Quick okay. Kegel. <laughs> I think the okay. trick the oh, trick okay, to, the, okay, to the to okay, the to okay. the kegel is that you don't move your face while you do it. That's the key. That's how you do kegels in in stealth. you know what so, I'm saying?
0: I have a question before we jump off to to this oh so serious subject, okay?
1: okay so when you're doing a
0: kegel, is it normal to have like a wink in the back a wink? I know what she means. <laughs> <laughs> I know what she means okay, <laughs> <laughs> I know what she means. But please display to me where she bathed. is that, Is that normal? Is that supposed to
1: be doing that or not? So let me tell you something. First of all, to all of our listeners <laughs> who are immediately cracking up and thinking, what a wink. There is literally in the medical journals a description called the anal wink. That is a whole thing that we learn about in our medical school training. It's a whole thing. <laughs> the anal wink. And what it means is that your butthole, your booty hole, as uh, Tiffany Haddish would call it, as it's Tiffany Haddish would call it, your booty hole, actually right. contracts. It's your booty, okay. booty hole. It's your booty hole. Girls' trip. Shout out. I just started. I just started
0: cracking up because y'all was taking too long to tell me what it was, so I did it again. See, and I didn't realize what you the, the know what it
1: was? Then she's like, Oh, that. <laughs> oh, that. Yes, that's the thing. <laughs> So you can, I would think you could probably, probably the pros out here who could probably isolate the vaginal perineal contraction versus the anal contraction, the pros could probably do that. I don't know if I could really do one or the other separately, quite honestly. I think that they all kind of go together. When you do a Kegel, which is a perineal contraction, a contraction of the muscles of your pelvic floor, same muscles you use to hold in gas when when your boo is right next to you, or, you know... If you really got to go to the bathroom and you're trying to stop it from coming out, the same muscles you contract, I think would actually contract your vagina and your, 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 your booty hole, which is also known as your anus. Yeah. And that's a wink. Huh? So, yes, you would wink. You can wink. And actually, if people, like, say they have a delivery, a vaginal delivery of, their, of a baby and they tear down there, like down oh. through the butt, through the anus, And if those muscles don't come back together, the reason why it's described in literature is not just to make us laugh is because if those muscles don't come back together, right, the anal wink will be, like, not all the way around. It won't be the whole, the whole, whole, if you will, contracting down. It'll be part of it contracting. So that's why it's actually a thing. O-M-G.
0: So a part of your butt could, like not work.
1: Yeah, basically because it should be a ring. It should right. be literally a ring of muscle around there that holds everything in and if it tears right. and don't come back together properly, then it could be like a semicircle, you know, or like an incomplete ring and then it won't hold in stuff I need to hold <gasps> in. Yeah, that's so true. Now you
0: know I'm tripped out by that. It's real. I ain't know that.
1: Yeah, yeah. But if you didn't tear through... <laughs> But if you didn't tear through your actual anus, like, all the way straight from the, the rooted to the tutor, as they say, if you didn't tear all the way through there, you shouldn't have to worry about that. But And if you did, you should know. Your doctor should have been like, um, ma'am, you tore all the way through, and then you need to be on the lookout
0: for that. All right. So I have a follow-up question. Steph, you got something to say? <laughs> no. She's a no. She's winking over here. She's winking. Over here. I'm over here in pain.
1: <laughs> She's winking.
0: She's winking. <laughs> Listen to this. That was another question, but that question ain't got nothing to do with <laughs> Right? <laughs> so I I want to ask a so follow-up question. Okay. So um, you say your wink could really um not, like, work properly or whatever. You know, you can't. And everything. So, my question is: If what is the likelihood of that happening to someone who has a baby? First of all, wait a minute. uh, I'm sorry. Interjection. Interruption. Flag on the play. Okay, flag. Uh, Miss Chance the Papa girl. Hello. Instagram. Like what? Squeeze, squeeze, (laughs) squeeze. Yeah, All right. because it's like, what? So to and so I mean, to fill you in. Yes,
1: yes. So to fill to fill the, the colors and the and the listeners in, um, your girl had some inspiration from Chance the Rapper. Um I have in my past life been known affectionately as Chance the Papper. Um <laughs> and so I took his new hit, Hot Shower, and we re, re, just reimagined it. <laughs> just reimagined it. To reflect um, the challenges of those of us who may need to uh, strengthen our pelvic floor muscles to hold the urine in, and it is now renamed hot bladder. I'm waiting for a chance to shout me out. I don't know if it's going to be a good shout out or not, but we'll <laughs> it, it should be because not
0: only was it just a song, it, it not only was it just a song. There was a whole, that was a whole, whole full fledged. Video. Did you like it? Yes. I don't. <laughs> it, it ain't even just the song;
1: everything that went with it. Did you drop down that, that? Did you drop down that ball though? Girl, let me tell you something about that ball. Them balls is magic. My own husband was like, "What you been doing?" I was like, "Yeah." Let me tell you something about these Kegel balls because them things is the truth.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm like, I'm looking on Amazon for right like the package, like, what kind is that? I'm telling you what I
1: know. I'm telling they you what I know. Hard. <laughs> I'm glad you like that.
0: So I love it. I have
1: fun with that. I have fun with that. Um, um
0: what? I just, I I just thought about something. What? You know that Casper is on Chances album. Ask He's him. And ask him
1: to look at the video. Oh, okay. Tell him. Tell him. Tell him I want to interlude on his next album, <laughs> girl. Tell oh, them. Yeah. Tell them that. Tell him Chance the Pepper wants to really straight up do an intro and it'll hit. It'll hit so hard. And I'm so excited,, yeah, and I'll do just it,
0: love Sam. I just oh, think he's great sound hero, we really love him,
1: and tell him, you know and, and, and truthfully, um, I told him I said in, in my little message on the video, I said, that's my bad for messing up your song like that, but it's for the healthier culture, which is also why we are here at the Gang down, right, for the healthier right. culture
0: yeah, exactly absolutely because we you know we say we do it for the culture, but you know we gotta show how we do it for exactly. The culture. Throw oh, that shout out there, we appreciate your you, know, you, you sis. Thank you, friend.
1: Thank you, friend. But yes. Yeah, so so um, back to your follow up question, what was it?
0: Yes. So what is the likelihood of a woman giving birth and tearing all the way to the anus? Is mm-hmm. that more common than what we think? Because I know that. Um, well, from my personal experience, I tore, but I didn't tear all the way. Right. Ooh. Right.
1: Right. What, what about you, Steph? Did you well, Did you no, get any, no. any 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 lacerations?
0: No. He actually ripped me open. Ripped oh. you open. He actually tore down.
1: Okay, let me actually have a disclaimer and a sidebar. For those of you all who don't have children, they're beautiful, and we love them. And <laughs> and it's not about how they get here. It's because they're here. that Our lives are, no, sorry. Back that up. I just felt like I had to not scare folks for just a minute. <laughs>
0: yeah. Most of, so tear.
1: Sorry, Most of us care. Sorry, you Most of us care. I
0: tore. Ooh. The typical
1: oh tear is a second degree tear. There's four degrees. First degree is like a little skin mark, little skin tear, nothing too bad. Second degree is a little bit of the muscle of the vagina, but that usually comes back really easy. It's usually not a big deal. Third degree gets, gets to the anus, but not through the anus, and that's okay. It's like it was like a, a near miss. It was a near miss. Fourth degree tears right through that muscle of the anus, and it's no good. It's not a good situation. And you really do need a train. based no,
0: on your description of that, I'm thinking maybe I was second. second you probably level. second. You
1: probably second. Most of us are second. I was second. Most of us okay. second. If you get through unscathed, then good for you. But most people get at least a two. Um, okay. When you get to four, you really would pray that the doc who's putting you back together knows what they're doing because it does require some significant reinforcement of those muscles. If somebody don't put it together right, you're going to have a problem. And then many of us now need antibiotics for a short period of time after that to minimize infection and close follow-up with the public floor specialist. So if you heard the word fourth, oh you had a baby, you heard the word fourth, you better make sure somebody's all over that or at the very least is being evaluated later. And then I'm going to take it all the way there for people who've had a fourth-degree tear we recommend that you maybe consider a C-section with your second baby because you don't wow. want to do it twice. What you don't want to do is right. do it twice, you know, because it's the chances right. of, it t- of it healing improperly the second time is even higher than the chances of it healing improperly the first time. So, right. yeah, it's real out here, but it's, un- it's not frequent. Honestly, I probably have maybe two to four fourth-degree tears in a whole year, out of the babies I deliver. Wow. It's not frequent. Okay. It's usually something that happens only if a baby is, like, super humongous and, you right. know, this uncontrolled delivery where patients just pushing, like, and, and not stopping or holding back. Like, there's a few, you know, setups, if you will, but most people don't have that.
0: Right. Right. Well, I just got That's quiet because I fainted. <laughs> ah, wake up, girl. Wake up. See out. See out. Oh, my <laughs> I'm like, oh. See over here. I do declare.
1: She on the floor. I do okay. declare.
0: She, she didn't clutch the pearls. So tight. Pearls, oh, is pearls is clutch. Pearls is clutch. like somebody and been <laughs> dead and <just> <laughs> okay. okay, bladder, bladder month. Bladder. Right. So, okay, bladder right, right. Trying to get back to bladder month. Yeah. So, when we talk about the kegels and tears and everything, because we know that having kids vaginally that you know affects that area down there, but it usually bounces back. You usually get a pretty good shake back from True. that. Um, so, like with the fourth degree tears, you know is the muscle weaker in that area? So remember is the fourth. for you to do a Kegel? Like, So remember
1: the fourth is just the anus. So this, even a second degree tear can affect your vagina. And wow. But once it heals, like you said, it should be fine. So it's not so much uh-huh. usually the repercussions of the tear. It's really, quite honestly, even a person who has not torn and had a vaginal delivery or a person who, check this out, hasn't had a vaginal delivery at all but just been pregnant, say they had a C-section, their risk uh-huh. is actually still significant to have incontinence or leaking urine because it's about how it changes the the bottom of the pelvis, the pelvic floor and those muscles, which is why... Doing those regular exercises is so important because if you lose them, you gotta get them back. You know, like it's hard for a a doc. Certain types of procedures can be done to try to help a person get back their urine control, but a lot of it Mm -hmm. is like your own your own control. No matter how you had your baby, even no matter how what kind of tear you had, you gotta be able to work those muscles. It's just like if you don't, you know, ever exercise, then you go try to pick up, you know, some forty pound weights, you might struggle. You know, but if you usually yeah. do some curls and you can pick up a forty-pound bag of dog food, I don't know where the dog food came from. I just was trying to bring it. I was just trying to bring the conversation to a, a exercise. I don't even have a dog. I don't even have a dog, so yeah, that's my bad. <laughs> okay,
0: so that, that's, from, that's the part of that you can have these problems with. Uh,
1: Having a baby. Oh. What about
0: people that don't, that don't have babies? Real talk. Real talk. What, what about the awareness for those people? Yep,
1: and it can happen to anybody. So it may happen later in life for somebody who's never had children or been pregnant, but it can happen to anybody that has difficulty A person can have difficulty holding their urine or having those pelvic floor muscles being strong. You when we're younger, it's like we take it for granted. They just work. You know, you want you don't want to pee and you don't pee. You know, you sneeze, you don't pee. But as you get older, forties and fifties, you might sneeze and get a surprise. So you have to keep those muscles strong and not. Girl, I hear you. I hear you. It's it's happened to the best of us.
0: It's happened to the best of us. That is so unfair. Yeah. So we go backwards like that. I mean, when we're when we born and we're younger, you can't control it. You pee on yourself, then you know, you get in trouble because your mom said you should have been went to the bathroom. You knew you had to go. Right. And then you get older and you can hold it. And then when you get older, you're back to when you was younger. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So but if but you, you know keep yourself uh, toned
1: up, like them 50-year-olds in the gym and 60-year-olds in the gym, then you have, you, you'll be better
0: off. That's true. Do they have exercises in the gym for your... Uh, that.
1: If they do, don't use them.
0: (laughs) Okay, because that's overly... Wipe that off. (laughs) Sematize that. I will say is, so like, when we talk about holding it and because of bladder awareness, you can really mess your bladder up and your kidneys up by holding it. Real talk. Say your kegels is off the chain, your pelvic floor is strong enough to lift a 50-pound bag of potatoes. Yeah, You just out here... You know, yeah. of eggs and in your vagina and everything. Wow. But yeah. now you're yeah. just... <laughs> wow. But now you're just holding it. And what type of
1: damage does that do? Real talk. So I agree. Overholding your bladder can be a problem, too. And actually, when I was reading, I wrote a whole blog post about this on my on my blog. Check it out. It'll be in, in the comments. Um, but I wrote a post because... I was looking about, looking at, like, how to do Kegels. Like, what's the best standard way? I know how I advise people, but let me make sure it's the standard way. And one thing that I read was, like, to isolate those Kegel muscles, if you're urinating, you try to stop your urine, That's the muscles, right? But you don't want to do that very often because it can lead to something called urinary retention, which means your bladder overfills. And that's what you're getting at, too, bladder overfilling, or kidneys being damaged. Generally speaking, unless you really are, like, unable to urinate for, like, 12 to 18 hours, you're not going to damage your kidneys. But you can long-term stretch your bladder out so much so that it has a difficult time emptying and emptying all the way. So now when you go to the bathroom you thought you got it all out, you stand up and more urine comes out because the bladder still, still had urine in it. It's almost like if you have a, um, like a water balloon and that water balloon, you know, should just the urine should, or not urine, but water should just come right out of it. But if you like really, really fill up, overfill a floppy balloon and you try to let it empty, it's going to empty out extra slow. You might have a little pocket of, you know, fluid still in it, a reservoir, if you will. So that's why you do want to make sure you empty your bladder pr- relatively regularly. But anywhere from two to four hours is reasonable. You want to the bathroom every 30 minutes. It's probably too much. Um, And if you're going to the bathroom less frequent than, like, every four to five hours, you're probably going too little. You need to actually go and empty that bladder. And if you really don't feel like you got to go, you might need to drink some more water, you know? You might be, like, dehydrated. Mm,
0: Okay. I don't know if this has anything to do with anything, but I got to say, while you were talking, it just made me think of it. Yeah. So, there's this term. Okay, so, like, you're out, you're clubbing, you're drinking. Yep. Okay. You're not going to the bathroom. So, then you decide... Okay, I'm gonna go to the bathroom, but you really been having to use the bathroom for the last thirty minutes. Yeah. So you go and what they you do what they call break the seal. Break the seal. So you go to the bathroom and it's like now you got to go every five minutes, but you were able to hold that urine for an hour. I'm gonna tell you Why what do you it have was to go every five I
1: got the secret. I got the inside the intel on on that. So. Your bladder can, so there's two types of, of bladder leakage or bladder um, overactivity or spontaneous leakage of, of urine, right? There's where you sneeze and cough and laugh and some just squirts out. And then there is something called overactive bladder where your bladder is squeezing and trying to empty more often than it needs to. So when you first got to the club, you ain't been drinking all day. You just started. So your urine is pretty dilute. The bladder does not really bother. It's filling up like it normally would. When you finally empty it, now it's filling up with this kind of caustic, um, and, and, like, aggressive alcohol and all the other stuff you eating and drinking, and now the bladder's irritated and mad. So even a little bit of urine, concentrated urine, is making the bladder overreact. It's called overactive bladder. Now, now overactive bladder is a whole diagnosis. So just because you at the club and that's happened doesn't mean you have the diagnosis of overactive bladder. But that's what's happening. Your bladder is actually overreacting to being filled by the stuff that's not water or is not, like, more dilute. So this is also why... Some people who, you know, have bladder issues may not drink water because they're like, oh, I want to go to the bathroom. I don't want to have to go to the bathroom. But I'm like, you need to drink water because you need your bladder to not be exposed to this concentrated urine, you know. It's actually making it harder for you to hold your urine because the bladder is mad. It wants water. It wants to have something that it can, like, relax in as opposed to the alcohol. So that's what the breaking the seal is. When you first go, you're getting rid of the – the dilute urine and it's filling up with Mm. this really concentrated alcohol urine and the bladder don't like that
0: Mm. okay so i'm gonna stop saying i broke the seal i'm just gonna say my bladder is mad it's mad at me (laughs) give me some water give me some water (laughs) (laughs) Would that stop it? Like if you're just in between drinking alcohol, but in between drinking like water, a lot, a lot of water, would that stop it? Should you more it should
1: help it. It should help it, but you still got that alcohol in there. Just like when I drink coffee, I don't drink coffee often, but I know if I'm gonna drink some coffee, I better be close to a bathroom because it's gonna make my bladder mad until it's out of my system. You wow. know, right. and it's a bladder irritant for me. Everybody's bladder irritants can be a little different, but alcohol's a common one. Coffee, spicy foods, citrus foods. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that can totally be a cause.
0: Oh, wow okay, okay. So that, that was a good question it was it was really relevant I got my hair my bladder okay. my, my about to be straight now I know where the wink is I know mm-hmm. the water I know my bloody mad at me see Ooh, yeah. okay <laughs> got to have some type of pop culture. Yeah, you know, yeah, band yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. I'm going to let Stephanie introduce this one because okay. I think she had a, a decent take on it. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, the word on the street is T.I. was well, just a word on the street. And T.I. wanted to know if his daughter's hymen was still intact. Because he goes to the Hagani appointments every year with her. Hmm. And the doctor is able to discuss the daughter's, she's 18 now, yeah. but able to discuss the daughter's visit with her consent. And so it was a big deal that everybody focused on the fact that why would he want to know if his daughter's hymen was still intact? Even though the doctor did tell him, even if it's not intact, it does not mean she actually had sex. It could be other reasons why he's no longer intact. Okay. So they made a big deal out of it. And, yeah. Jamie, you think that that is cool for him to want to know that information and not cool? Well, you know what? I, I'll tell you how I feel. I feel like sharing the information um, with your father or parent or sister or whoever you trust is fine. Um, And I think that, now what I will say is, I think that what the internet has done is taken on its own entity and saying that, why is he going in the room with her while she's being examined? I don't think he's in the room with her, exactly. Not, but I do feel like that information should be able to be kept to herself. Now, she just wants to say, you know, Dad, I'm not a virgin. And he just wants to be like, hey, well, let me just have this conversation with you. Or, you know what I'm saying? just If, you, if you're if ready to do that, take that step, just let me know. Because I just want to make sure that you're educated and you're making, um, you know, a decision that you're comfortable with. But I just think sharing those intimate details, if it was me, those intimate details about my body was you know, that I share with my doctor, I I think that as your daughter, you should have some level of trust with me. You know what I'm saying? To say, I take my daughter's word for it, that she's still a virgin or whatever. I agree. I don't think that he's necessarily wrong or right, but I do feel like, um, you know, if, if you wanted to share that, and because we all have kids or cousins or whatever, you know what I'm saying, that we're like, you know, hey, we need to talk. We need to have these discussions with them. But I just think a, that personal information should be left to her and her doctor. I shouldn't have to share that with you because that. Well, she don't want to. That's, the, that's the thing. That the thing is, she don't have to. And that's what the big deal is. There, the internet is making it seem like this is that she that she he's getting this information. Like I want to know. I need to know. This is a decision between a parent. Take out the father. Because would would it be the same? Would people be in this big uproar if it was her mother asking this question? Oh, they wouldn't. Yes, I would. No, no. I'm talking. No, most people said that they wouldn't because that's woman to woman. But this then it goes into no. no, But I know. But I'm saying most people are. Most people have said when that when that question was asked, most people have said this woman to woman. It could be like talking to your girlfriend. What does this man need to know this for? But then you got to look at. What type of relationship do they have? Maybe she don't have a relationship with her mom like she does with her dad. Maybe she don't mind doing it because at the end of the day, she lives with her mom and all his other kids live with him and Tiny. So when she comes over, she comes over for a visit. Maybe that's her closest. She's 18 years old. She actually signs a consent. So she could say, no, I don't want to share that information. And then the doctor won't. But it must be something going on with them and their connection where she don't mind. Maybe she might feel like,
1: well, I'm not having sex, so I don't care what he knows. Can I um, go in my little two cents? Mm-hmm. I appreciate both of y'all's opinions about it. I do. And I think that as the gynecologist in the room, I have a slightly different opinion about it. So I think what's good about it as just a person, we all people, is I think it's good for, for parents to be vested in their child's health. I do. I think it's actually kind of noble. Now, now take what I'm listening. You got know, I hear the whole thing. Noble that he, as a father thinks it's important for his daughter to see a gynecologist. I'm down for that. Cause that's dope. You know, especially if he's not in the room, like I applaud any parent who keeps the conversation open with their child about sexual health. Okay. Uh-huh. What sucks about it? <laughs> what sucks? What sucks about it? The problems that I have with it. One, she's 18 now he mentioned they've been going every year, which means they were going before she was 18, which means before right, she was right. able to technically give consent. So right, right. he is, has to consent that she can be there, but she actually does not have power in that circumstance when it's not about um, like birth control. It's a couple of things that make you an emancipated minor, birth control and STD stuff. Um, right. But this one, he has to, he actually has like a paternal authority to be able to make her do this. So I don't know if he was making right. her or not, but before she was 18, he very well could have been. Two, a doctor, a gynecologist who's seen me, who's seen thousands of hymens in my career, thousands of hymens, they all look different. And I cannot just look at one. I couldn't pick a hymen out of a lineup that had that had, had sex or not had sex. Short of it being completely imperfect, which means completely closed, which is a medical problem, by the way, because that means it's, means it's going to be hard for you to have a period. It's going to be hard to insert tampons. Short of that problem you cannot pick a, a virginal hymen out of a lineup. Like, that's not right. even a thing. Like, even if a doctor tries to right. say it's a thing, it's a judgment call. It's not a medical diagnosis, right? It's like, it's, right. it's it's a personal opinion. It's not a medical, you know, grade diagnosis. So I have a problem with that. And I also feel like, while again, while I applaud him as a parent best, having a vested interest in her sexual health, make that a conversation, I think this is why it's yeah. important. I think your health is important. I think your STD prevention and, HIV and uh, you know, birth control is important. I think that your mental clarity, we talked about this on the podcast a number of times, that sex yeah. is more than just physical. It's emotional. And so that your health, mental health is vested in your ability to have sex or not with a person and, you know, and to carry on daily activities thereafter. Talk about that. Mm-hmm. Don't take right. me to the gynecologist for proof. Like that's right. that that's where it stops to me. You cannot right. now say we've had this conversation and now I need proof that you're not a virgin. The trust right. is gone. Whatever we but had that's established what that's
0: what the, you is gone. Because you're calling scary. me a liar. Now right. you're calling but me no, a liar. See, that's what and that's the problem. When the internet posted, they just post that part and that's the way it 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 seemed. But when you listen to the interview, he was talking about how he's the one that takes his daughter to the guy and he's also been the one. He puts a note for her eighteenth birthday, he said, I mean when it was about to be her eighteenth birthday, he said he put a sticky on the door saying Don't forget your appointment is such and such a day. They only took part of the interview. It wasn't like he just sat down and talked about this. This was ladies that were talking to Ti. Started the conversation. Started about his children. Started talking about how he's so invested into his children. And then the conversation went on, and it it came up that he take. This is how close I am. Mm -hmm. I take my daughter to the. You know, I take my daughter to the guy. I'm responsible. The one that's responsible. They also asked him about what he felt for ways versus girls and mm. he, he admitted that his son at 15 is having sex he talks him about sex but it doesn't bother him the way it would bother him that his um daughter is and that's like with any man but that also may be because he knows how he was right. he know how men could be right. and he don't want his daughter because she's kind of the only one that It's not really out there on the forefront. The rest of them, you know, singing, clothing line. She's kind of like the quiet, shy one. So maybe he feels like this is the one that may be easier, easily manipulated. So I need to have a strong hold on her because I don't want her caught up. Right. It might. It could be a lot of reasons why he's that. But all they took was forget his his parenting, forget how close he is to his children. They just took that one part mm. and he did say that the doctor told him that that does not tell whether she's had sex that or not. Real. But they just took that one part and just ran with it. Mm-hmm. Just like they did with hey, his, his little comment, just yeah. like they did with him. They take, and it's the not sound saying, I mean, I feel like we, our culture, if you say something, yep. we go take it and run with it and it gets so much worse. With any part of it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's real. Or even listen yeah. to
0: the full interview, because if you listen to the interview, it doesn't seem as bad as what they posted.
1: That's real. That's real. That's fair. And I appreciate that that insight because the, we do do that. We do take sound bites. And I think as long as we all come away with the understanding that, one, virginity testing isn't a thing, you know, and, two, the value of a relationship of a parent and child should be more than proving their virginity, I think as long as we take away that, that as fact, then his relationship with his daughter should be his relationship with his daughter, and we should stay out of right. it. You know, I'm with that.
0: That's definitely true. Like I said, I got my own opinions about it. Everybody's going to have their own opinion about mm-hmm. it or whatever. Right. But, you know, it, that, this, those are his kids, And so he's going to do with them what he needs fit. Right. Um, But I totally agree with you, Dr. McDonald, You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a level of trust that's there. And I don't think... I just... I know as a daughter
1: you know what I'm saying, I would feel like, so you don't take my word, you know what right, I'm saying? Like, right, right. But, but it sounds like it was bigger than that. that from what
0: from right. saying, you know, It, wasn't it was bigger than that. He wasn't trying to see if she was having sex. This right. was
1: just what he does with his
0: daughter. Mm. I mean, like, I don't think I would've been okay with my with my daughter getting a, a, her color her eyes changed, but my mama did it, but mm. I don't think I'd be cool with that either. So they do some some things that many mm. of us might not approve
1: of. Right. I didn't know that you could do that.
0: Yes, um, yeah. no, what you gonna do? She looking like, um, uh, she's like Smokey Robinson now. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Tiny. She went to Africa or something. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's why, you, that's why. How come it's your contact? You don't have contact? No, she went and got her eye, her eye color changed. Is that why she look like you a ghost? You could not just say that and just scoot past that. Like, that's not what you said. What, what you mean? What do you When they, you know, when they showed, um. Uh, Tiny, when she, after she finished doing it, I'm like, she, she don't like Smokin' Robinson. She
1: said the tears of a clown when there's no one around. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know what y'all is that. Baby, that's okay. true. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> oh,
1: Stop
0: it, Tiny.
1: You better, you better do that remake. You better do that remake.
0: She cruised <laughs> to <the> Africa. <zone. laughs> Oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm tired of y'all.
1: <laughs> when she come out with that Smokey Robinson's greatest hits for Christmas, y'all gonna say I called it. Y'all gonna say I called it. Tiny's Smokey Remake Greatest Hits Christmas Album. It's on its way. It's on its way. Y'all I watch when
0: we finish. Y'all gonna go Y'all gonna see. She look like Smokey Robinson. Baby, let's cruise. Ooh, over the ocean. Over the ocean. I feel like shiny now. I laugh. <laughs> yes, I laugh. I laugh. <laughs> I laugh. <laughs> I laugh. <laughs> oh, I don't know, y'all. Okay. I think we're gonna end on that okay, note. Let's end it because I wanted to say something about this pain situation.
1: I'm gonna leave that for. Next Let's leave that for next time. time. I think we didn't. Done... Let's don't leave that. I, my cup is full. My cup is full. I don't think I can do that right now. Right. <laughs> Girl,
0: I'm overflowing. <laughs> and thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the guy down um you can follow us on Twitter and instagram at the guy down podcast leave comments questions we'll be happy to answer them on here every week this is Jamie signing off this is Stephanie signing off
1: and this is Dr Wendy signing off on another episode of the, the going Down. down.